Today is Tuesday, January 23rd, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is brought to you by Quince. Who doesn't love the good things in life? We all enjoy a little luxury, but especially when you don't have to stress about the costs. That's why Quince is my go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. Today is the New Hampshire primary, now as a two-person race between Nikki Haley and Koo Boy. As it happens, Koo Boy has been picking up Republican endorsements like felony indictments. In the past few days, nearly the entire congressional delegation from Nikki Haley's home state of South Carolina has backed Donald Trump, the latest being Representatives Jeff Duncan and Nancy Mace as well as Senator Tim Scott. At this point, the only top Republican lawmakers who haven't endorsed Trump can be counted on one hand. And if they last one more week without endorsing him, I will deem them worthy of a shout out here. Stay tuned. Meanwhile, there is already malarkey afoot in New Hampshire. The state's attorney general's office announced yesterday that it's investigating reports of a robocall that went out on Sunday to New Hampshire residents using AI to mimic President Biden's voice to discourage people from voting in the primary today. The robocall actually used the phrase malarkey and told the receivers to quote, save your vote for the November election. Voting this Tuesday only enables Republicans in their quest to elect Donald Trump. I'm not entirely sure what the logic of that is, but then again, these are to people who are going to actually pick up their phones to an unknown number, so I will not pretend to understand them. It's also not yet clear who is behind these calls or how many people receive them though they reportedly came up on caller IDs, falsely, as coming from the personal cell phone number of a former state Democratic Party chair, who helps run a super PAC that supports a Biden-Riden campaign in the New Hampshire primary, as Biden is not actually on the ballot. And this individual denies having any involvement in these robocalls. It's like election warfare out here. Now on to some international stories. Israel has proposed to Hamas through Egyptian and Qatari intermediaries a pause in fighting for up to two months as part of a multi-phase deal that would ultimately result in the release of all of the 130 remaining hostages held in Gaza, as well as the release of Palestinian prisoners, which would be separately negotiated. It's worth noting that the proposal did not include terms to end the war entirely, just as the death toll surpassed 25,000 Palestinians killed. The proposal also involves gradually moving the IDF out of population centers in the Gaza Strip amidst the return of Palestinian civilians to those areas. To that end, more calls to wrap it up came from the family members of the hostages who stormed into a committee meeting at Israel's parliament yesterday, after they spent the weekend protesting outside of Bibi Netanyahu's residence, which I'm sure his wife just loved. That all comes as European foreign ministers joined calls yesterday for a commitment to a two-state solution, calling it the only way to peace and expressing concern for Bibi's outright rejection of the idea of a sovereign Palestinian state. Just a side note for a second, can you imagine being a really pissed off diplomat and the most you get to say is that you are concerned? Can you imagine the restraint? On the less diplomatic front, last night, US and British militaries launched joint attacks on multiple targets in eight different locations in Yemen striking places used by Iran-backed Houthi rebels to launch missiles against commercial ships in the Red Sea. This marks the eighth instance over the past 10 days that U.S. forces have conducted strikes on Houthi sites, while the Houthis continue to make it clear that they have no intention of scaling back their attacks. 
Guess we're at a stalemate then. Next, we're back in the United States again, specifically at the Supreme Court, which ruled yesterday to allow federal Border Patrol agents to resume cutting barbed wire that the state of Texas had installed along part of its border with Mexico to deter migrants. The justices did not provide an explanation for their 5-4 vote, though the DOJ had argued in court that the wire actually impedes the federal government's ability to secure the border. And if that's not a metaphor... And for our final story, continuing on the topic of America's immigration policy, there is at the very least bipartisan agreement that it definitely needs improvement. Nine Democratic governors, led by New York Governor Kathy Hochul, have joined in a statement to urge the Biden administration and Congress to address the humanitarian crisis that's resulted from the surge of migrants who are seeking refuge in the U.S. Joining New York in signing the letter were Arizona, California, Colorado, Illinois, New Mexico, Massachusetts, New Jersey, and Maryland. You know, homes to your favorite sanctuary cities. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. And thanks again to our partner, Quince. Quince is my go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. My latest favorite is the Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweater, which comes in over a dozen colors and has over 10,000 reviews with a 4.9 out of 5 rating. And the best part is that it is only $50. So give yourself the luxury that you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com morning for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot morning to get free shipping and 365 day returns. That's quince.com morning. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.